We are I. Worse than true evil is to bear the burden of faults that are not truly yours. There's a famous Greek philosopher that said these words. And let's just take a minute to, to pause and go over that again. Worse than great evil is to bear the burden of faults that are not truly yours. Isn't this rich for today? And I think very rich for what we all just went through. You know, as this comes back to a very recent, which is probably has like deep origins, but I've just recently heard it within the last couple of years, is that my freedom doesn't end where your fear starts. That's a COVID, that's a COVID rich saying, COVID rich quote. And I believe that those two are very synonymous when you when you look at the points of them. Is that the bestowing upon other people your faults or bestowing upon other people your fears or bestowing upon other people a doctrine that they don't want to believe in, that they don't want to abide by, that they don't want as a part of their lives. And how far does this go and how deep do we take this rabbit hole? Because the one thing that we do know is that when people are trying to bestow upon other people what they want for themselves but may not be willing to do, the harder they will push against the people who are rejecting these ideals. We see this all the time and we see this playing out right now. You know, by the amount of policies that are being made you know, locally, provincially, statewide, nationally, and internationally, that actually really affect people's fundamental fundamental ability to be able to have sovereignty. Now, this is this is a topic that has been rich in my life for a very long time, and I believe this is because of the origins of my my creation as a human being, personal sovereignty. So I have tattooed across my chest, I am what I am. I am who I am. I am what I am. I am where I am. All of these things are applicable. And all of them are underneath the cloak of personal sovereignty. Because we are supposed to be a sovereign land. We are supposed to be a sovereign nation. We are supposed to have personal sovereignty. This is a fundamental right of human beings is to have personal sovereignty. But what happened to this? What happened to this concept? Where did it go? Personal sovereignty is so thick. So thick in my veins that I don't know how to live any other way. I'm the type of person that just give me my space. 
And the one thing that I do know about the people who are around me is that I talk to people very frequently and they say the older I get, the more I value solitude or the more I value solitude with the caveat of these these certain people. Because these certain people also bring me and offer me solitude. And what I believe and what I truly believe and what I what I think to be the truth of this matter is that the people who crave solitude but are willing to be able to let select people into that solitude are the people who truly understand and can define their personal sovereignty and what it means to them because these people that they bring into their lives also promote that personal sovereignty but enhance that personal sovereignty. The accountability, the willingness to be able to to allow people to be, to get the fuck out of other people's way, to stop trying to force them to do stuff that they don't want to do, no matter what that is. This land has a lot of space. This land has a lot of space for people to have their own unique corner of it. But the more that we want to have these 15-minute cities, the more that we want to have these metropolises, the more that we want to force people to live in bigger urban centers, the more that it takes everybody's little corner of this great land away from them. We only have 36 million people in this country, and we have a vast amount of land. We have so much land for all of these people to prosper and to be able to get along. Because once you add a little bit of space, if people know that somebody is there, but there's enough space for them to be able to live under the cloak of personal sovereignty, give them enough space to be able to be productive, give them enough space for people to know and understand and feel like they actually have to be productive. They actually have to have accountability and they actually have to be good people because those other people around them are just far enough away. It takes a little bit of effort for both parties for somebody else to come help. And this is this is the reality. This is the reality of the situation. That when we condense people and then we force people to live without having personal sovereignty. I think this is the fundamental apex or crossroads where disarray starts to really reign in true into our lives. Because the one thing that I do know about the people who are around me and myself is that personal sovereignty, like that, that is who we are. Like that's what defines us. We are willingly accountable we are willingly productive. We are willingly accomplished. We are willingly helpful. We willingly engage. But the one thing that we all don't want to do is be forced to be able to collectively participate in this hive mind, one world person, one world government, one world city. It, just, it doesn't work. It doesn't work for anybody, especially people who value having their personal sovereignty. And personal sovereignty feels really good. 
This is why our lands were formed here in Canada and the United States is because we were allowed personal sovereignty. It was promoted. It was offered. It was given. We have the Charter of Rights in here in Canada. You know, they, they have these same doctrines in the United States. They have the, you know, First Amendment. They have the Second Amendment. These two things that allow you to be able to speak and protect. You know, we have watered down versions of these things in, in Canada, but still these lands here, they were formed under the, the protection of personal sovereignty. Because again, the greatest evil, the greatest evil is bestowing your fear on somebody else. The greatest evil that, that can be perpetuated in this land is forcing your ideals on somebody else. An unwilling participant. The greatest evil in this world can be bestowing the weakest of fears upon the strongest of people. This is no way to be able to live life, and this is not how we got here. This is not how we are going to be prosperous, and this is not how we are going to thrive. We are going to thrive by people having an autonomy and personal sovereignty and allowing them to be able to, to go and create and innovate and be productive. I heard something yesterday and I watched it that Porsche has created a new fuel that is completely carbon neutral and its base is water and you don't have to rep retrofit any of these engines that are in any cars at all and is far better, far better than electric vehicles on the impact on the environment. So why are we forcing everybody to be able to drive electric cars and produce electric cars? Like that is just one of the, the countless examples now is if you just allow the free market, if you set a, a soft guideline saying like, hey, like this is where we want to go. The market will take it there. People will take it there unless if there's absurd interference, which we know that there has been. But again, I won't go off on that tangent because there's no need. This, this podcast this morning is strictly about allowing people to be, allowing them the space to be and not allowing the, the weak to be able to guide, allowing the strong to be able to prosper. That is, that is what we should be promoting because it allows everybody the opportunity to be strong because Forcing strong people to be weak. This goes back to the age old business quote by saying, you know, systems are created to make great people average and average people great. <laughs>